all bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies, disasters. That's bad things. Trigger warning for everything possible. What? You held it together. <laughs> I'm Rachel. <laughs> and I'm David. I'm guest lecturer Sarah. And this is All Bad Things. Yes! Yay! Yes, let's guest wel- welcome our special guest. Yay! Insti- live in studio. Live in studio. You are our first live guest. I feel very special. Yes, <laughs> you should. As you should. This is my sister, everybody. Say hi to my sister. Hello, sister. No, not you, the audience. Oh, oh my bad. <laughs> we were supposed to leave leave space for the audience to say. They, they all said hello. Okay. Say okay. hello back. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any housekeeping? Uh, we had one new comment from a listener. Yeah, it was actually from like a month ago, but okay. I, I, I stopped <laughs> looking at our iTunes reviews because they got really depressing. <laughs> Apparently iTunes doesn't like us very much. Well, no, iTunes has no opinion of us. It's the listeners. The listeners from iTunes. Yes. Yes. But we still get four stars. We do have four stars. That's true. So rate, review, or scribe, as we always say. Yes. Um, Unless you don't like them, in which case. (laughs) Just just, don't don't say anything. Don't rate. Yes, please don't rate or review. If you don't like us, just stop. Go listen to something else. And if you don't like me, don't leave one star for the entire podcast. That's Maybe just, just unfair. Email yeah. me or something like that. There you go. Target hatred. We will be giving out her email address yes. at the end yes. of the episode. So you have to listen all the way through. <laughs> um, follow us on all the social means at allbadthingspod at gmail.com and dot com. Yes. yes. All right. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't have to do any research for today's episode, which always makes me happy. Raise a Guinness to that. Cheers. <laughs> I'm raising a national local beer to that. <laughs> yes. Uh, which I can no longer slag off because I drank one during a recent podcast. Yes. So, and yes, had you to did. admit that after many, many times of uh, <laughs> berating you for drinking it. Anyway. She went. She went to Skid Row in terms of, in terms of, in terms of beer. <laughs> now she knows how it feels <laughs> to be without a home mm-hmm. and the great unknown, like a Rolling Stone. Yes, all of that. Mm-hmm. All right, I can hear the reviews already now. Like, <laughs> they have. They are not letting their guest speaker talk in oh, any of their sorry. podcasts. <laughs> Tell us, Sarah, what is today's topic? Um, today's topic is actually surrogate alcohols. Have you guys ever heard of what a surrogate alcohol no. is? Okay, that's no. where I stumbled upon this story. Was researching what is a surrogate alcohol. Where did you hear about it in the first place? Wikipedia, I'm sure. A wormhole. <laughs> they happen. Yeah, yes. and um, this was actually on the Wikipedia page. Is this Russian bath liquid disaster? Is what we will be talking about. The Russian but, bath liquid disaster. Yeah. But surrogate alcohols are things that people drink that are. Not not meant to be drunk, but they oh. drink them to get drunk. Oh, I see you what you mean. That. Yes. yes. So it's that's, um, that's the whole reason there's a Betty Ford <laughs> clinic, I believe. Well, it's like probably cough syrup and stuff. It's probably a lot more prevalent than you would think. Okay. Um, and it is ex- mouthwash. Yeah, I have oh, yeah. a whole list. Okay. I just want to mm-hmm. warn people before I start talking about this. This is extremely common things in the household so if you think that you might at some point be tempted to drink a surrogate alcohol don't listen to this list because yeah. i'm basically going to tell you how, <laughs> how to, to get, get drunk mm. on uh, surrogate alcohols and if you've watched enough episodes of inter- intervention as i have uh this comes up from time to time oh yeah boy. yes it does Roddy drank the at least at, at least the, once a yeah. season there's yeah. something like this and uh the keyboard spray. I'm, oh, God. Oh. I remember that. Model yes. glue. Yeah. Uh, I'm speaking specifically of things that contain ethanol alcohol. Oh, ethanol yeah. is the actual drinkable alcohol. alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these products have them uh, pretty highly high concentration. So God. they're often consumed to get drunk. And it's things like hand sanitizer. Oh, oh I have that. That's just... Yes. Have you ever... 
So, have you ever, like, used hand sanitizer and then, because you want, you needed to eat something with your hands, and then tasted the hand sanitizer? Well, you're mostly tasting, like, perfumes and things. I guess. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's though. very disgusting. Mouthwash, which, I mean, everybody puts in their mouth, mm-hmm. but... Swallow it. You're... Uh-huh. Aftershave, cologne, and perfume have all been oh. consumed as surrogate alcohols. Ugh. Windex. Yep. I've uh, heard that one. Extracts, like vanilla or oh. almond extract. Uh, lighter fluid. They, those smell good. They least. do smell good. Lighter, lighter fluid. fluid <sighs> rubbing alcohol. So isopropyl <sighs> alcohol. Is, is um, isopropyl. I don't know. Isopropyl. 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 Rubbing alcohol. We'll call it. We're gonna get into a lot of unpronounceable <laughs> okay. things. So let's. We're starting at the easy stuff. <laughs> um, windshield wiper fluid. Oh. So that's actually sixty point eight percent of exposure to methanol poisoning in the U.S. So it's a popular God. one. Windshield wiper fluid. Yeah. I, I wonder why. I, that's I, kids weird. in the garage. I was thinking maybe. Maybe. Like it's something babies. that parents wouldn't yeah. think to yeah. secure as yeah. much. Yeah. Um, antifreeze, sterno, disinfectants, liquid soap, Ugh. some liquid soaps, paint, oh. ethanol fuel, and denatured alcohol. And denatured alcohol is um, simply ethanol alcohol, so like 100% really? proof alcohol that's been mixed with other agents to render it undrinkable so basically it is just alcohol but with something added to make it not tasty therefore discouraging people so that the term denatured alcohol that's what that means it means icky alcohol Mm -hmm. to drink well what was i oh um you mentioned uh antifreeze isn't that like a I shouldn't say common. Maybe it's just I've seen, like, movies where that's been used to poison Poison people. people. Yeah. Well, all of these, if you drink too much, you're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. I mean, that's true of just regular alcohol, too. Like, drinkable alcohol. Very, very true. Um, So before we get into the Russian bath liquid, I just want to paint a picture, kind of, (laughs) of Russia. I want to paint a picture of all these substances (laughs) (laughs) you can just go and get at any Home Depot and whatever, just have a a grand old party. But don't, please please don't do that. If you're coming down off of meth, this is how you do it. I'm just kidding. Yes, please. That's not, no, 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 no. So since this happened in Russia, Uh I figure let's just see what the, you know, average person in Russia drinks. Um, you mean just non-crazy things? Non-crazy things, like alcohol. just the literal vodka that they are drinking. I was just going to say, vodka <laughs> yes. is, is definitely number one. Yes. And it is, um, I have a statistic for vodka, is the average Russian consumes 20 liters of vodka per year. Okay, how much, a, like, if you were to get a standard bottle from the liquor store of vodka, how many... Liters or liter. milliliters is that? I think it's a liter bottle. I think. Oh, yeah, okay. A liter so twenty of those in a year. year, which really doesn't seem like that much. It's not really. And I don't it's know. Two what, bottles a month. Yeah, I don't know what average would be yeah. necessarily. Like, if an average is a woman, a man, oh, an yeah. old man, an older woman, is mm-hmm. it like a a thirty three year old non gendered person is drinks the twenty liters of vodka? I don't really know. Right. Or it, it, that could be averaging out. Non a wide swath, including non-drinkers and alcoholics. Very true. You know. Um, but who, uh, the World Health Organization, has data stats of alcohol. So I was also interested in where Russia falls in the worldwide uh, uh-huh. alcohol consumption. Um, Belarus, Moldova, and Lithuania are the highest, and Russia comes in at number four. Huh. Now, they drink 20 liters of vodka, but it is estimated that anyone old, well, the average person older than 15 years is drinking 15.1 liters of pure alcohol. Oh, God. So, like, if, if you were to... Distill. So I've got. I I pretended I did math. I don't know if this is really (laughs) going to work out, but you are taking calculus, so I trust Um, your math more than mine. Fifteen point one liters of pure alcohol. We said I figured it was about thirty seven point five liters of vodka, like forty proof. Okay. So um, that's a bit more than the 20 liters of vodka per year that Russia Oh, okay. Claims. So, so the, these numbers roughly line uh-huh. up, the 20 liters, to, or maybe a it's little like more. It's like almost twice oh, that's as much. Tr- yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, they don't line up at all. Um, <laughs> in full circle on that. <laughs> um, they line up, right? Uh, no, they don't? No, okay, it's great. it's twice as much. <laughs> but I figure that's about um, 0.7 liters a week, so a little more than half a liter. That would be... Th- and um, if there's 33 ounces in a liter, there that would be about 3.3 ounces a day, which yeah. is really like two shots. Yeah, which yeah, is not that much. But but it's 
literally every day. Yes. Not every like day of just the, the week. weekends. Yeah. You have a couple shots. And yeah. they are number four well, they, on the they, list. They live in Russia. <laughs> well, that's not true. a lot more I mean, else to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, US, the United States, I don't know, um, is actually kind of down far on the list. Uh, I thought, you know, in comparison to us, so to speak. Yeah. Um, after Russia comes South Korea. Huh. Well, soju is the number one top selling alcohol in the world. Is that the stuff you tried to make that one time? No. No, 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 no. No. I would never try to make soju, and I will explain why. But it was Dongju. The other version of it, but no. Um, and then after them. Too bad we don't have some Dongju for the podcast. <laughs> oh my God. The, um, the next one would be France, and they drink 12.2 pure alcohol liters okay. per year. Everyone kind of wine. knows that, that France drinks a lot. Yeah. Um, and wine mostly, I would think, right? Isn't yeah, wine drinking? Predominantly wine and beer. Whereas with Russia, it's Mm. flipped. It's predominantly hard liquor liquor, versus wine and beer. Then Germany, Canada, and then the U.S. The U.S. drink, the average person drinks 9.2 pure alcohol liters per year. Well, then you, yeah, so I guess that could be, because then you'd have to, wow, how do they figure that? I mean, I'm sure they have a good methodology and everything, but like you'd have to, like for example, I feel like in America, there's a lot of cocktails being drunk, but a lot of beer, a lot of wine. We kind of drink a little bit of everything. Well, they there. estimate that. So, like, with yeah, hard liquor, alcohol, it would be the yeah. pure alcohol is about 40%. Right. And then with wine, mm-hmm. it would be about 13. Right. Beers might be five, five or, six. or six. Yeah. Five, And then probably. as soon as the craft beer movement came along, it <clears throat> increased yeah, a, a little bit, bit more. <laughs> and then um, I thought, who are the lowest? And um, aside from the... Countries where oh, it's, it's against banned, yeah. religion, um, Japan, 7.2, Iceland, 7.1, Mexico, 7.2, and India, 4.3 uh, liters of pure alcohol. So if we were to compare, like, the U.S. to India, we drink ru- a little more than twice as much alcohol as people in India do, and, and then Russians drink, like, over three, almost four times as much. Mm-hmm, as twice people. as much as we yeah. do. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I, I was thinking as much as people in India, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. so five times as so much So it is as pretty Indian. significant. They're, they drink a lot. Um, they think that it is a co-contributor to death, yeah. in, in which case a quarter of Russian men die before age 55. So Whoa. I'm huh. saying that it's a co-contributor, so these people are not necessarily, they're not healthy to begin with. They're right. drinking, they're right. smoking. Right. They're not eating well. Yeah, not exercising. But it, it is a. They're high living in a depressing yeah. climate, which I know a lot about. Yeah. I, I grew up in one. <laughs> well, Canada's higher than us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> not surprising, yeah. but yeah. yes. Not surprising at all. Um, so but yeah, the the amount of alcohol that Russians consume certainly has to deal has to do with the climate. Has to. It, it's very cold. Thing. Well, in the and top, gray. the other, just, yeah. the other top place is Belarus, yeah. is just north of the Ukraine. I don't so even want to talk about that place. Yeah. That place still has labor camps. Yeah, it's um, I did awful. make a, a, some research as to like the the climate of Russia. Mm. Let me find it. Okay, so like. Um, the average snowy days in December, which is the place that we're going to look at in Russia, okay. in the average snowy days in December are 23. So 23 days of, out, of 31. out of 31, it's snowing. The um, daily average in Fahrenheit is 12.9, and Ugh. the daily low is negative 2.4. Well, and then the monthly sunshine hours in December, which is it's kind of a weird statistic, but it's yeah. just how long the sun is physically brightly shining okay. is uh, 62 hours in December. The whole <laughs> month. That's um, exactly where I grew in, up, but the temperatures are yeah, a little bit less there. In Raleigh, our mean monthly sunshine hours is 157.6. Wow. <laughs> so we have yeah. almost three, three times, times as yeah. much sun. In December, in yeah. the shortest days of the year. So that kind of yeah. paints you a picture of Russia at that time. <laughs> that and that what paints you a picture of uh, hard like, liquor, yeah. uh, bars, yes, uh, drinking uh, hand sanitizer. <laughs> the so at that t- at this time, and this happened relatively recently, is 2016. Oh, wow. but. Uh, the government, uh, several years prior to that, had started um, 
setting the price of vodka. So the government oh. was deciding how much... Like a commodity. They yes. were setting it as a commodity. And it's not because of the drinking problem. Okay. But Putin goes back and forth. And he, hmm. when people bring up the drinking problem, he says, well, we're charging more so they'll buy less. Like a like a, a syntax kind of thing. Well, it's just it's government control oh, over okay. what people's behavior. You know what people think are bad behaviors yeah. of the general populace. So, Which is done here, like um, taxes our, on cigarettes. Well, in our and, blackout laws, we literally live with blackout laws too. It's not like like blue laws, yeah. the blue laws and everything. Yeah, yeah. especially here. In the so South, yeah. in tw- in 2009, um, Russian first set a minimum price of vodka. So okay. um, that was the first time they had set the minimum price, and then it reached a high in 2015, a year before this happened. Okay, um, for 220 rubles, which is approximately, it was approximately at that time, uh, $3.30. For how, how much? For one liter of vodka. That's, uh, pretty, I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, but <laughs> people aren't making a lot of U.S. dollars. Right, right. The GDP is yeah, the Yeah, I didn't do the math as far as. Sure, that's, that's getting into a lot of complicated economics. Well, I did find out that Russians spend 1.7% of their income on liquor, whereas U.S. spends 0.94% of their average income. So not on liquor, income on alcohol. So they spend twice as much on alcohol. So even though it's cheaper there. Or no, but that's that's relative to their income. So that that doesn't translate. Well, so I'm thinking you – well – I don't really know how to do that. It's, math, it's relative. Yeah. It's relative to seeing the sun like an hour and a half a day <laughs> versus. And yeah. we're, we were you only gave statistics for December. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's that. Well, way. this is I, when it happened. Was yeah. around Christmas thing happened. Yeah. in December. Yeah. So, the um, fun thing about growing up in a climate not as cold, but not far away from <laughs> the tundra. Of yeah, not far away from the statistics that she gave. The weird thing is the days that you do see the sun, it's like a nice sunny blues. Those are the coldest days mm-hmm. for some Clear, reason. Cold mm-hmm. days. That's really when the wind picks up for whatever reason <laughs> and just blasts your face. Yeah. It's the freezer days. Yeah. So anyway, on to uh, the depressing. Dis- the actual disaster. Yes. Well, um, in St. Petersburg, in large cities, and this is one of the larger cities that okay. this happened in, um, the, the price... Keep in mind, Russia is setting a minimum price, not a maximum price. They're not saying Mm -hmm. you can't sell it for more. So it started at a pretty high price for them, and then it's um, it was almost four dollars in St. Petersburg. So it's even higher than the the when what the government is saying is what we need to pay to make people stop drinking it. Okay. So, you know, it's this economical factor of, oh, we're charging more for vodka, and inflation was super-duper high, too. Mm. So people naturally are going to find different ways of consuming their alcohol, be it bootlegging, making it themselves, Mm -hmm. or drinking hand sanitizer. Uh Stuff that's uh, cheaper with more of a buzz. And then... Good old-fashioned bathtub gin like we used to have... (laughs) Back in the United States. Yeah, and prohibition yeah. days. Um, and then it's important, we talked a little bit about ethanol, but methanol is the <sighs> other thing, mm-hmm. other common alcohol compound that is um, the more dangerous uh, alcohol to consume. So ethanol okay. is um, the alcohol that is in all of our drinks. It's okay. still a toxin, but right. it's p- metabolized in a different way than methanol. Okay. Um, and It's in our gas, too, isn't it? I don't know. I don't Ethanol, know. like, um, like is our, that's a... Like our... Our, our um, gas? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know which gas you um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, like, you drink a lot and you like, okay. <laughs> um, no, they put at the pumps, like, has the, the standards. We would need dad for this, yeah. uh, our, our dad for this discussion, because he tests this stuff. But, yeah, it's, it's, I do believe it is in gasoline as well. So methanol tastes just like ethanol. Okay. It's just the only, yeah, the only difference is that it is more dangerous. <laughs> the only okay. difference it is... It doesn't the, taste different. Don't drink it. Yeah, <laughs> the only difference is the M in the name. Yeah. Methanol, yeah. ethanol. And what I was saying Don't before, drink the methanol. No, don't yeah. drink the methanol. What I was saying before about denatured alcohol, uh-huh. denatured alcohol is ethanol with other agents to be added Ugh. in, and they often use methanol. methanol. And the reasons they denature things mm-hmm. is so that they can pay tax on a perfume oh. versus it being a drinkable alcohol, but they add methanol in, you're oh. not going to taste a huge difference. 
Yikes. So it's still, it's not that it's not drinkable. It's just that by like chemical standards, it's mm-hmm. considered undrinkable. Yeah. Oh. Um, and this is why I never made soju out of my dongju is because okay. <laughs> methanol has a lower boiling point than ethanol. Okay. So when you are distilling, and I don't want to go in the whole process, but right. like when you're distilling, the first thing that comes out of your distiller is going to be methanol. Oh, Every time. Every time. Whatever because the distilling. boiling point is lower. So as you're boiling, you're... Oh, first producing methanol. Mm-hmm. You first produce methanol. So when I read that, I was like, I'm not going to make it. So I think bootlegging uh, and homemade alcohol is pretty dangerous. Because it contains methanol. methanol. Well, or, it won't contain methanol unless it's... You could mix it into a big batch and okay. it wouldn't be... You know, that would harmful. Be the, the concentration yeah, would be low enough. if you're making, enough. like, five gallons, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, Small some amounts. dummy Uncle Joe is making yeah. some... He's making a pitcher of something. Yeah. He puts a, a one jar under mm-hmm. there at a time. He's not mixing the methanol in. Uh-huh. Therefore, the Small first thing is There's going to be I, a greater concentration yeah, of methanol. I was looking at a case. home bootlegging website, and one comment on the Moonshiner blog was, I have some shine a friend made. It was clear when I got it. It sat in the freezer for a week. Now has something blue in the bottom. <laughs> Any idea what that could be? Methanol? Oh, I'm just saying, it seems pretty dangerous. Maybe back Finding off blue the stuff. I hope the reply to that was get rid of it. <laughs> Please. But Don't you know, but, but you know, friend. but you know, the reply to it was a five dollar challenge, like five bucks if you drink that, buddy. Probably something. And like then that. that'll be the next challenge that we hear about two weeks from now. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Like, like the Tide Pod. <laughs> the challenge. Tide Pod. I've I've had some homemade moonshine too, and we some both pretty have good homemade good stuff. moonshine. But now I wonder. If you have to trust. Methanol. You're trusting them. Pretty. If there's anything well, blue settling on the bottom, <laughs> the I think the person I'll pass. who made the moonshine we had probably mm-hmm. most recently was a person who would know about chemical. Yes, things. he is in that uh, field. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's, so to say, that seems more. Not that he makes math. That made it sound no. like he was some sort of drug maker. No. In, but in it was, it was, it was actually good. very good moonshine. But we wouldn't have known the difference between... No, methanol has the same taste as ethanol, so oh. you wouldn't necessarily know. Other than the blue in the bottom of the jar when it froze. I'm not saying methanol presents as blue in a jar. Right, no, you yeah, can't really you were tell. Just, you were just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, same, clearly yeah. people don't... Um, so, obviously, Russians were drinking surrogate alcohols at this time yeah. when... Uh, vodka was illegal mm-hmm. to sell under a certain amount mm-hmm. and inflation was so high. Yeah. So obviously with surrogate alcohols, you can't really get a full picture of who's drinking what, when, and right. how much right. because it's so under the table. Yeah, You can't decide that, oh, that person's drinking the bath liquid versus using the bath liquid properly. What how- is bath liquid? <laughs> we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. that. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, Shut. So, uh, some products in Russia were just very well known as being surrogate alcohol products. So, like, they didn't, like, they were technically sold as a different thing, but everybody knew everyone was drinking it? Basically. Okay. Or, you know, it was this product, and people knew that you can drink it and get drunk. Okay. And they just generally, you know, take it, just, like, um, water it down to about the percentage mm. of vodka mm-hmm. and other than maybe having a worse hangover in the morning you wouldn't necessarily know mm-hmm. the difference you still get drunk off of it yeah. just like you would yeah um and that was pretty common pretty common sure. i don't know the statistics but you can imagine yeah um and the actual bath liquid that we're talking about and this is where it gets very mysterious because the more <laughs> that i researched this the less i really could Understood. judge <laughs> what really happened because oh. what we're talking about is this thing called boyarishnik or something like that it's okay. it means hawthorn in russian okay so the the actual um brand name of the stuff was called hawthorn and that's basically, okay. you know, what the label said. So it was sold as a legitimate product, not yeah. as drinking alcohol, but yeah. as bath liquid and called Hawthorne. Some of the translations that I read, and because mm-hmm. I speak English and not Russian, sure, I just had to trust the English translation. Yeah. And this is where it starts getting very broad. Mm-hmm. And I don't know really what the stuff was. Because if in the news, like legitimate news sources called it a lotion, a bath oil, a cologne... A tincture, a relaxant, a bath concentrate, and an infusion. 
<laughs> that's a broad yeah. I was also so, waiting for bath salt. Yeah, that's, that's what, kind of what no. you're thinking of, right? So it sounds meaning like that, some Meaning sort that somebody of, turned into a zombie and tried to eat somebody. Some sort of... Uh, <laughs> it was a bottle of liquid-ish product so, that you put on your skin after a bath sort of thing. A couple of pictures. Oh, nice. And maybe you can describe it to your, your listeners, but it's basically mm-hmm. tiny little bottles. Oh, so these are with, all 100 mm-hmm. mil. They're, they're small. They're okay. like little vanilla It kind of looks like oh, okay. a small bottle of cough syrup. Yeah. It's kind of what it looks or, like. Or like, a, or like a small, like a mini bottle of alcohol, but... Or extract? Yeah, Doesn't extract. that look like extract yes, yes, it does. Like I've seen in, in Middle Eastern stores, very similar labels. Also, the labels look super like Dr. Bronner's or something. Yeah, they do, they're yeah. They're just they like do. kind of third world labels that I've seen a lot of. They are little berries. Um, Hawthorne has been used um, medicinally to treat colds in Russia okay. and teas and infusions for millennia. So this is okay. like their kind of their folk remedy, folk remedy or something like that. So you can see people buying this thing and drinking mm-hmm. it, whether they're calling it a bath liquid, literally, but it's yeah. actually like a medicine or if it's it looks clearish. And maybe like a syrupy sort of consistency, or I don't know. Maybe, um, I have the ingredients. Well, I guess this one's not clear, but this one looks kind of clear. So different, um. different shades, but it doesn't. It looks more like an oily consistency than it does a lotion consistency. Because you said one of the well, translations was I mean, lotion. It's, it's mostly ethanol. <laughs> okay. So, well. <laughs> These people never see the sun, so they don't need any kind of lotion. <laughs> And then the other picture is just of like a ton, a ton of bottles of it, like laying in a ditch. And this is kind of like what I've seen, empty bottles. This is kind of like what I've seen, you know, in Seoul, South Korea after a a night of, a weekend night. It's just like these tiny bottles of soju. This is what it looks like, but just, these are the Hawthorne tinctures. So like, like if you find on a... Like a Sunday morning or a Monday morning, just walking down a road here, you might see a see bunch of malt bottles. liquor yeah. cans and bottles of stuff. And this is like the same type of, of bottle, stuff. yeah. <clears throat> uh, so that was kind of the. It seems like a thing that nobody's using this in their bath and then dumping no. it on the side of the road. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you're not seeing a bunch of, like, Johnson & Johnson baby no, oil no, bottles no. going. And camp. I put uh, Google Translate uh, has a feature now you can translate just from a, using oh, a camera. Uh-huh. And it kind of, like, magically uh-huh. translates the words for you. Uh-huh. Um, what I got from Google Translate was on concentrate and infusion. Oh, okay. <laughs> from one of these bottles? But, yeah. It yeah, didn't say soap. Or cologne, mm-hmm. or any of those things. It's a little more. That said, it's it was not sold for human consumption. It's not like next oh, to okay. a bottle of something you would drink. How, it was clear that they were not selling it yeah. for that express purpose, or yeah. at least that was not the initial purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it cost uh, forty rubles versus the two hundred and twenty rubles okay. for a bottle of vodka. Yep. That's about fifty or sixty cents. For the same amount? Well, um, what I read in the news was that it's 50 or 60 cents per half liter. Okay. But the bottles I was looking at seem a lot smaller. So I don't really know the But they might price. be stronger? Yeah. Okay. The, stronger and cheaper it's, to it's, get. It's, you know, 99 yeah. proof at that Yeah, point. right, because right, it's basically just alcohol. And then uh, the government in Russia had also regulated liquor sales at certain times of the day, mm. so I wouldn't be surprised if, like, 6 p.m. and on, you weren't allowed to buy liquor. Right. All these people are coming home from their jobs. These bottles, mm-hmm. these tinctures, um, were available in places like drugstores, yeah. 24-hour drugstores, kiosks, and oh. repu- reportedly in vending machines. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. I have here... Other parts of the world are so more advanced in their vending machines <laughs> than we are. Yeah, R- Russia's vending machine game included things like this. This is also Boyarishnik. This, okay. this to me looks like a Capri Sun. Oh, yeah. So I was yeah. like, this? was in a vending machine like this. I'm showing a picture of a guy yeah. getting, and you can't see on this very the small picture, was... but it it is actually, he's pressing a boyerish oh, wow. button. So this is like a vending machine where that was sold. So you didn't even have to yeah. have an age check or yeah. anything. Like you That's could... what I was going to say. Like, even, like, I bet kids, oh. this would be popular. Yeah. First of all, it looks like something you drink. Mm-hmm. Here and second of all, like they're not carting you at a Mm -mm. vending machine. Mm -mm. Um, Also, he looks super shady. 
But maybe he was just, they were just like, let's You don't want to put a picture of the poor guy's face. He's got a hood on because it's cold out. He just looks Russian. It is Russian. (laughs) Um, So the alcohol content, if you water down one of those little tiny bottles Uh and you put it into a liter of water, Uh excuse me, water, Water? it would be about the same as vodka. Vodka, okay. So you're talking about it's pretty standard. It's not hard. People knew how to do it. Um, The label in ingredients was 93% ethyl alcohol. So it said uh, on the back 93% ethyl alcohol. So uh-huh. anybody who's listened to this podcast knows they could water yeah. that down, drink it, and get drunk. Yeah. But don't do that, please. <laughs> please So um, in December 2016, and I couldn't find the exact date, okay, uh, but it was because Putin was addressing this around Christmas, so it was mm-hmm. a little bit before mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, 74 people died of methanol poisoning in uh. Irkutsk. Which is one of the largest city cities in Siberia. So, so it's a huge city. Oh, and not only that, but it's an isn't Siberia like the depressing part of Russia? Um, Siberia, I think, is just all of that northern Asia. So stuff. like, oh, I, I'm pretty sure. But it's not the largest city in Russia. It's the largest city in Siberia. It's one of the largest cities in Siberia, yeah. so including Mongolia. Oh, like oh, that. I got gotcha. you. This yeah. is um, mm-hmm. kind of the middle south of Russia. It's oh, okay. only about 120 miles from Mongolia, so it's very oh, far yeah. south in Russia. Yeah. Do you remember when we um, were doing geography when we were kids, and we remembered Mongolia because we said it looked like a magnolia no. in the borders? No, <laughs> <laughs> no and, and, forever. Angola, we remembered because it looked like a goalpost. Yeah, we were very clever children. <laughs> it obviously <laughs> stuck. Yes. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's basically the whole tragedy was 74 people died of methanol poisoning drinking boyernishnik. Oh. Um, it was one batch, and methanol, oh. somebody got the bright idea to replace ethanol with oh. methanol. So instead God. of Cheaper. drinking the ethanol, yeah, who knows? they were drinking straight methanol. Or could it have been on accident, or are you going to get into that? Um, I mean, Russian... Liquor regulation? Enforcement of laws working the way they do. I mm-hmm. doubt anyone ever really figured out what happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, the... Uh, the most that I can say is that it's not really clear if it was an underground batch. So, uh-huh. like, you know, oh, no, I ran out of Hawthorne tincture. Everyone oh. loves this stuff. Where am I going to get some more? Oh, Jim down the street or oh. whatever. I can't think of a name in <laughs> Russia. <laughs> Yuri. Yuri. Yuri down the street. Yuri is always a good name. There are so many Yoris. You know what Yuri means in Russia? It's George. Oh, Yuri. Okay. We had a lot of Yoris in um, the Dyatlov Pass. There were incident. there was three. Two or three? Two or three. There was at least two, and then we had a Yuri in another. Yes, and that was only like eight people in that whole story, but like half of them. <laughs> Three were of them Yuri. <laughs> so Yuri, you know, maybe Yuri down the street <laughs> yeah. had a big vat yeah. of something that he sold yeah, to these drugstore people, sounds like. or drugstore, or maybe like a vending machine they were out. Somebody, but yeah, somebody to... in the factory changed mm-hmm. something, or, an, or an accident, yeah. potentially an accident, or a. A bad batch from their supplier or something. So these people, when they drank this extremely yeah. high concentration of methanol, um, it is kind of the same thing where you get drunk mm-hmm. and you're going to have a central nervous system depressant. Your heart's mm-hmm. going to slow down. Your breathing's going to slow down. You're probably going to pass out. But then when it hits your liver, it's mm-hmm. metabolized in your body and it turns into formic acid via formaldehyde. So oh, you're, I was wondering, formic acid sounded like formaldehyde. So your liver is basically manufacturing formaldehyde. Ah, oh, poisoning it, you know, the rest of your body. Yeah, and um, ethanol um, metabolizes into something else that's much less toxic. Okay. So it's just. It can be metabolized better by yeah. your body, yeah. Um, wow. Methanol will make that um, formaldehyde. formaldehyde. Um, and then Jeez. what happens is that your cells uh, starve of oxygen. Oh. They can't. They can't get oxygen. They can't. Uh, it's actually actually at a, a mitochondrial chromosome level oh, wow. that they stop being able to um, get oxygen, and then your whole body um, is becomes acidic. Oh, so your yeah. whole body starts producing acids, and then then that's it. You're, You're just dead. Done. A third of the victims, so about, what's a third of 75? 25. 25 people were found dead in their homes already, so no oh, chance wow. 
they couldn't even call an ambulance because they were just passed out. They thought they were just drunk. They got pa- they passed out and their body poisoned passed itself. Out because, yeah, they were mm-hmm. poisoned. Yeah. yeah. And then the rest of Ugh. the people who ended up in the hospital died because, in part, the most common um, antidote for methanol poisoning mm-hmm. is... Oh, I'm not, I'm totally not going to be able to, fomepizole, 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 that's the most common antidote, and it's just not used in Russia, it's not certified oh. for use in Russia, so they don't stock it, so huh. it was just not there for these people to take, and that was it. Huh. Um, apparently, if you can, if you don't have this formepazole, you can kind of hail mary with ethanol and like <laughs> drink a whole bunch of <laughs> actual <laughs> ethanol oh, because that God. actually overcomes the the oh. liver metabolizing of the formaldehyde and, and turns it, it back it into what it starts off with the ethanol, and so you can maybe pass through oh. all that methanol with more ethanol. Oh. But that's <laughs> probably not. A very smart or fast essentially, way. Essentially, guaranteed way to do yeah. not do anything that we're talking about. No, yeah, don't no, drink no, any of this, this particular podcast. Terrible idea. Isn't this terrible? It's awful. Um, a local process prosecutor said that most of the victims arrived in the hospital already in a coma. Yeah, so, so at that point, gone. they were gone. Yeah. yeah, it's just a matter of them dying, yeah. actually. Yeah. And then um, I don't know about you, but when I think about people who you know, drink hand sanitizer to get drunk. Yeah. I'm thinking oh. of like a wino, a hobo, a you know, like dumb kid or something like that. But most of these people were doctors, teachers, mm, nurses, drivers, employed people with steady mm. jobs. They just didn't have a ton of money. They're and I'm just trying to save money why, on their booze. Yeah, that's why the economy economic factors were important mm-hmm. to me because it just said like it was just you know, somebody's looking at a bottle of vodka versus a bottle of this yeah. Hawthorne tincture, and they're going like, mm, "It I almost seemed like tincture. a DIY. Hey, this is cheaper, mm-hmm. same well, that's stuff." That's why. I, that's why I like somewhat jokingly mentioned the Betty Ford Clinic earlier, but not jokingly. She got to the point where she was drinking rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like that's where she got to. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's not a bullshit the thing. Sub- what sub- we're no. talking about surrogate surrogate liquor. Wow. I was wondering why you mentioned that. That makes sense now. I didn't know that. I mean, I mm-hmm. knew she was an alcoholic. I didn't know. That's that that's the that point she got, got to. That point, yeah. mm-hmm. so and, this I, is, and that was a woman that had countless yeah, resources. Sure, sure. But resorted, that's, resorted to that. Yeah. So I yeah. guess we can talk now about Putin's response. Oh. I, I thought this would be a good picture <laughs> to look at while we discuss Putin. It's Putin a, with a little tiny... Little tiny. It's vodka, obviously. Vodka glass, yes. And that, like thing, a is, wine. that thing is full That's a too. lot of vodka. <laughs> Um, it's the best his, worst his, vodka you can oh, possibly his, get. Yes, his, his, yes, the shirtless Putin yes. on the on the horse. His, <laughs> his uh, I'm against gays, but this is the gayest man photo you oh, will yeah, ever see. Totally, it's a nice big <laughs> oh, bear, shirtless riding a <laughs> nice. horse. Um, so he obviously oh, this. I know it's seventy five people out of the population of Russia, sure. but it was seventy five yeah. people in one night yeah, in one that's, event. That's all in lot. one batch of this. The bath liquid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he obviously had to address it. Mm-hmm. Um, worldwide media picked it up. And, and be probably because they were professionals and not like homeless people or something. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Then people were, there was a lot more of an outcry, a lot more of a response as a result. So almost immediately, 23 people involved with the production of the tincture were mm-hmm. arrested. Ooh. But most of them were local vendors who sold the product. So they didn't and that's make totally it. pointless because what would what did they have to do with it really? They just sold it. They just which, sold it. Something yeah. like four thousand gallons of liquid containing methanol was seized from warehouses and facilities that produced it. Wow! So that was like four thousand gallons that were about to be sold of actual methanol. of actual methanol. Yeah. So uh, police wise, sounds like actually like kind of a pretty good job. Well, by whoever but, was in charge. But the methanol um, was it supposed to be methanol or was it methanol that was going to be used on in this way it's all very unclear okay when you or or the other side of it is how much of this is true as in 
Like, how much of it is what yeah, Putin exactly. and his people fed to the press. They so, do have a state-run media. Yeah. So. Putin said it was the fault of the supervisory bodies. He didn't even say, like, it was this board or this, like, governor's thing the or anything. The liquor board He or just whatever, said yeah. the supervisory bodies who should have prevented it. That was direct <laughs> quote. That's what Putin said. The randos. And uh, next question would be, well, you're the prime minister. <laughs> Don't you appoint those supervisory yeah. bodies? And the, but but if, but if somebody <laughs> supervise your own body, supervisory body but if somebody you. literally and I'm not even kidding if somebody did ask him that question they'd probably be dead the next day probably it's yeah and that's, I'm not wow. joking no the, um, there was a ban put in place immediately after this um, to ban the sale of non-food items that were 25% or more alcohol. Oh. So, so they even like the hand sanitizer to, yeah, and all they that cried, other stuff. But it was just a temporary measure. Mm. So it was kind of just like, well, for a little while, let's not sell this. But then, and, and two, they are getting rid of actually useful products on the market, like hand sanitizer or... Which would just be a burden and, on those local vendors yeah, or people mm-hmm. who needed, you know... The actual product. Actual yeah. disinfectants or Yeah, whatever. or antifreeze, which I imagine is actually quite useful yeah. in Russia. So that's kind of the end of the story. That that was the most of kind of what happened in Russia. Wow. Um, Currently, Russian medical officials claim that booze consumption has fallen in Russia. Mm -hmm. They say that it's fallen to 13.5 liters as of 2013. As opposed to the 15.20. Oh, that's right, 20. Because of government efforts to raise taxes Mm -hmm. and banning the sales of liquors at night. That sounds like propaganda to me. Yeah, and because especially because 13.5 is about average in Italy, France, places like that. So they are trying to just be like, well, we are like the rest of the European Union. We've come. We, we're just like everybody else. Yeah. But, Russia, I mean, we're just like everybody if else. If we're yeah. not naive, we know yeah. that surrogate alcohols have probably con- replaced the that's, other stuff. That's true. Even if that, that is accurate, those statistics are accurate, yeah, it's true. It probably did just get replaced with other mm-hmm. stuff. Other more volatile and dangerous stuff. So the next time that you have to drink a national local beer <laughs> during a podcast, just think about all the poor bastards <laughs> drinking <laughs> surrogate alcohol. <laughs> Fair enough. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Yeah, that oh, does not sound God. pleasant. No, so, that that's going to a place where I mean you're obviously not supposed to go. I I mean <laughs> I don't know. Really, At a certain I mean, point, I, I mean, like thinking it, about our blackout laws in North Carolina, mm-hmm. it's very weird. Um, I felt very weird moving up here and mm-hmm. not understanding the deal with alcohol because I was right. so used to just being able to walk into a liquor store and buy alcohol whenever mm-hmm. you wanted. Here, between the hours of 2 a.m. and 7 a.m., you are not allowed to buy anything containing alcohol. So no wine, beer, or liquor. Is that every day? That's every day. Oh, I didn't, I don't think I knew that. So, I mean. That's the same way it was in New York, so I was completely used to that. Well, sure, in other states, they have different laws. On every, but any given day in New York State, yeah, from 2 a.m. to 7 in the morning, you and I know for a little bit, I think it was like 10 o'clock on Sundays, but I think they got Here rid of that. it's till noon on Sunday. Used to yes. be. And I think they, well, just, changed, they just changed yeah. it to, but it's in this a, county. The brunch Any, law. The counties mm-hmm. can decide yes. if a restaurant can sell it or not. Yes, and that's what they did. It was the brunch laws. It's just restaurants. And I think I... I could be wrong about this, but I think it's only, like, certain things, like champagne and whatever. I don't know. Here, was, here was the weird thing, though, when I when I lived in South Carolina. Okay, you can, that's when they had the blue laws. Mm-hmm. They don't in that part of South Carolina where I used to live anymore, but I'm sure in certain counties they well, probably still, still do. there's still dry counties in the U.S. But here was, here was the deal when I lived there, and this is in the late 90s. You could not buy alcohol from midnight Saturday till noon on Monday. So all of Sunday. So all was of out. Sunday was gone until noon. Couldn't Monday. buy anything. So you had a thirty-six hour blackout. But here was the weird thing: you could buy alcohol at like a grocery store. Obviously, the liquor stores aren't open at four o'clock in the morning. Right. But there were several twenty-four hour grocery stores that were open, obviously at four in the morning, and you could go in at four in the morning and buy a case of beer if you wanted to, which was to mm. me really strange growing up in New York where. You couldn't get any alcohol after two in the morning, period. Yeah. Like, if you drink through your supply, oh, well, you'll have to, I guess you'll have to wait till seven in the morning the next day. (laughs) Well, 31 (laughs) states in the U.S. currently have blue laws. Okay. And I'm just thinking, and I'm just thinking of the people who run out of liquor at two o'clock in the morning and they have to wait till seven. 
I yeah. I mean, they, I've been I've been one of those people. Alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they aren't going to wait that long, and yeah. maybe they're going to drink some antifreeze. Ugh. Well, Ugh. if they're desperate Ugh. enough, and if things are bad enough, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's a, a. I mean, I th- I think the blackout laws are ridiculous. Uh, I because it's. I I don't know. It's like it's like it's it's this attempt to legislate behavior, and that's the problem. that is the problem. And the uh, potential side effect of that could be something like that, where like, well, where are they going to turn to? But then that's 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 when people are all like, well, it's their own fault, and like stupid. If stuff they like just that. wouldn't have drunk in the first right? place, and and that's what then it becomes all about. Well, that's not my problem. That's their problem that they did that serves mm-hmm. them right. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. which is just yeah. uncompassionate. Anyway, I didn't have anything fruitful this, to say. This will not become <laughs> the uncompassionate podcast. <laughs> Um, in 2013, that was the statistic I found about methanol poisonings mm-hmm. in the U.S., there were more than 1,700 cases. So it's certainly a thing in the U.S. Yes. And those are just people who had specifically methanol poisoning, not people who used substitute Surrogate alcohols. I keep saying yeah. substitute liquor. Surrogate well, alcohols. It's kind of, it's in the same vein. <laughs> it's the thesaurus version of yeah. surrogate So that, it did make me think a lot. This disaster did make me think a lot about, like, governments trying to restrict people. And is that Mm -hmm. helpful? Is the... (laughs) Well, we we found out in the 1920s that, no, it's not very helpful. Yeah, in the U.S., we had our own experiment of, Mm -hmm. well, just make it illegal. Illegal. Yeah. But the the weird thing is, it was not an experiment. It was a constitutional amendment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's how far it went. And it wasn't, like, a countywide thing. No, that that was national law, is that you cannot consume... Well, you you legally... Cannot sell alcohol. Right. You, it's not illegal to consume it. It was legal to Com- make it, though. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Same. And to sell it, especially. So yeah, we've we've had our own history of. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this brings up the like you said, this whole disaster kind of brings up the dark side of trying to legislate people's behavior at specifically in this case as it pertains. To alcohol consumption. I <laughs> As just I think, pick up. <laughs> I just As I reach it, for another beer. It proves that you cannot stop people yes. by law. It, yeah. People will keep drinking. Yep. People will do what they want to do when they want to do it. For the most part. Especially it, desperate it, people or, or people who have, uh, like... Are, are under the influence, or people who have an addiction, or because mm-hmm. uh, because it's not that laws are useless or anything, but certainly ones that are just after behavior, mm-hmm. especially behavior that's meant to oh this is for your own good or for your yes. own protection yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So the I don't know the last line of my research it kind of fell apart and it says wet homeless shelters people be drinking. <laughs> How much should a government try to enact laws to restrict unhealthy behaviors, deciles? And I'm pretty sure I know uh, what all of that means. Sounds like the platform for the 2018 Republicans. Yeah. Well, it sounds like I was drinking a lot. I was going to say. (laughs) The wet homeless shelters thing was about these homeless shelters I was reading about in Oregon who give uh, one glass of wine to alcoholics Mm -hmm. per hour. So in order to stop the behavioral problems, the um, mm. uh, ambulance well, and, to, and calls. to stop them from physically, you can die off of alcohol yeah. withdrawal. You yeah, can. and it yeah, has helped true. with um, intervention with cops, so cops mm-hmm. don't have to come as much. Mm-hmm. They don't have to call ambulances as much, and there's not as much medical intervention needed. Um, so there are homeless shelters who are trying to a different approach. Yeah, yeah. help people besides taking it away from. Right. Them. Well, you just have to go cold turkey if you're here. Yeah. Sort of thing. yeah. Which most homeless shelters, yeah. that's the truth and so you know maybe there are alcoholic people out there who don't Mm -hmm. go to homeless shelters because they can't drink or can't access their drink or they've gone there drunk gotten kicked out and then they can't go yeah Um, well that's that's a it doesn't surprise me it's in Oregon (laughs) that seems like a very left coast thing to do uh, so people be drinking. I just think people will drink <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at any given point if they want to drink. And no laws, nothing can stop them. Do you want more Baryarnishnik 
issues right. in America, no, stop with your stupid laws. So yeah. how much should a government try to enact laws to restrict unhealthy behaviors? I don't know. How much more the, are the taxes on right. sugary drinks going to start or, coming up? Well, there or, are some places that yeah. have experimented with that with so much backlash, so much which backlash. is funny, especially from people who would probably be all for alcohol restrictions, but mm-hmm. don't restrict our sugar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anybody has seen uh, Ken Burns' Prohibition, um, settle down, everybody. This is not one of his 58 parters. <laughs> this is literally, it's just three episodes, which are about uh, an hour. And f- hours no, they're actually like an hour and 45 minutes long, so it's not that bad. Ken Burns. But uh, one of his researchers, you know, says at the end of it, he's like, he's like, I've been an alcoholic before. He's like, he goes, I haven't had a drink in 35 years. He goes, I don't want another drink. He goes, but if you told me I couldn't have one, he's like, I might just saddle up to the bar one night. Yeah. Just out of... Spite. Well, because Americans, especially, we have a bit of... A rebel streak in us. Yes. I mean, that's, that's the whole reason we became a country. We said, you know, so there is... That was kind of the backlash of prohibition mm-hmm. was at least we realized it didn't work mm-hmm. and that the social problems that did occur were going to occur anyway, just on a much lesser <laughs> scale if you actually regulate it mm-hmm. and do certain things like can't buy after two in the morning, you know, stuff like that. Well, I mean, just do you think that down. helps? It doesn't hurt. I mean, it really doesn't. But if, like, a, a, somebody is... An alcoholic, or mm-hmm. they just ran out of drink and they are drunk, mm-hmm. and they can't get liquor at three in the morning here in North Carolina, yeah. and they're looking at the bottle of rubbing alcohol. But the other thing is too, maybe at three in the morning they're onto their third pint of booze and decide to drive to go get some more and kill people. So mm-hmm. it's, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. uh, you kind of take the good with the bad. Uh, so there's there's no good answer. There really there's, isn't. There's no it's, it's it's really all an experiment. To any of what it. works for some isn't going to work for everybody. I do think it's important to at least consider the downsides sure. to what seem like to a lot of people it probably seems very reasonable. Sure, don't sell liquor from two a.m. to seven a.m. Why not? That makes perfect sense. Well, nothing is just all of a. Oh, it's just a perfect idea. No, no. There's always going to be a downside, and here's an example of what yeah. one of the oh, downsides is. some rubbing alcohol. Well, let's try mm-hmm. it. If I water it down a little bit. Yeah. Or the yeah. bath liquid. Ugh. Wow, that was a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> just when you thought intervention had been canceled, <laughs> we're bringing it back. Anything else you would like to say to our vast listening audience? Too bad you can't see our shirtless Putin that we're holding up. Everybody knows that picture. <laughs> yes. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming and doing all that research. That was thank lovely. You for, thank you for being our very first live guest. Live in studio 1A from Rockefeller Center. Yeah. <laughs> our studio being a uh, an old comforter over our bedroom door. Yes. <laughs> At uh, his studio. No, I'm not going to give our address. Never mind. I don't know. I was going to come up with some clever thing. Never mind. It just sounds like you want money now. Yeah, it does. We do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so that was the Russian bath liquid Liquid disaster. Which was disgusting and interesting at the same time, but Mm -hmm. ugh. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Poor 75 people. That sucks. Yeah. It's just as a tincture, I can just imagine, like, old Russian grannies, like, giving mm-hmm. a little bit to people with colds yeah. every once in a while, yeah. even though it wasn't meant for it. And then people getting the bright idea of drinking it more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been another episode of All Bad Things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. I'm guest lecturer Sarah. <laughs> and we'll see you next week. <laughs>